Well, inside a nice air-conditioned car on the way to school, you wouldn't think you'd be breathing in too many toxins, but research shows that it's kids who are being driven to school that breathe in the highest levels of noxious fumes per minute even more than those who walk or cycle next to traffic. New Zealand academic Dr Shannon Lim worked on this research in the UK and found the results actually prompted families to make changes to their morning commute. And Shannon wants to repeat the study in Aotearoa and joins me now. Hi. Kia ora, Jesse. Thanks for having me on. Was this a surprise, the results of this study? Uh, no, unfortunately not. It wasn't a surprise to us with... Um, um, there's been research in Aotearoa um, across the developed world and in the US and in the UK and in Europe that, that consistently shows that um, vehicles on the, uh, on the road have, have higher pollution exposure compared to, to if you're walking or cycling. So you're not surprised and you're not surprised that we're surprised? No, I guess, um, you know... Uh, theoretically you think you're in a car, you're in a closed space, you're kind of protected. But if you think about it, when you're stuck in congestion on the way to work or uh, dropping your kids off at school, um, the air intake from the car is actually directly where the exhaust of the car in front of you is. So the closest you you are to the source is going straight into your air conditioning system and um, into your vehicle, unfortunately. Um, When you're walking on the side in the footpath or Perhaps if you're in a cycle lane, you're a bit further away from the source, so you're going to get um, lower pollution exposure. How interesting. So is the answer simply not putting the aircon on on the way to school? Yeah, I mean, there, there are ways to reduce the levels in a vehicle. Um, you, can, you can change to recirculate. If you change to recirculate, that will lower your levels. Um, I, I prefer... Um, personally, prefer to advocate for for active transport. Try to walk walk and cycle. Um, you're going to get the exercise benefits as well as um, reducing your your exposure to pollution. How hazardous can these fumes be? Um, it, I mean, it's it, it varied. Um, there's uh, been a lot of different health effects that have been correlated with with air pollution. So, um, childhood asthma is. Um, uh, uh, significant risk factor from high air pollution levels, but also cardiovascular disease, dementia, um, even things like depression have been linked to air pollution. So it's a wide range of health effects. There was some research a few years ago suggesting people walk on a particular side of the road on the way to school for less fumes. What have we learned there? Yeah, so again, it's like um, if you think about the sources, um, so if, if Often uh, one side of the road might be heavily congested compared to the other if they're, they're going to school or going to the city. So if, if you can kind of cross the road and walk on the side of the road where there's uh, less congestion, that, that will reduce your exposure to pollution as well. So it's all about trying to reduce your um, sources to pollution. So the other thing you can do if you can walk through a park to, to get to, walk, uh, to work or school or or walk on the furthest, the footpath furthest away from vehicles, you're going to lower your exposure to pollution as well. Very interesting. So the research hasn't, um, that you're talking about, this UK research hasn't been replicated here, but you're keen to? Yeah, so I'm in discussions. We, we collaborated with a company called Dyson who made air pollution monitors that um, could be put into school children's backpacks. And so we're, we're trying to get... Um, 
those innovative devices over to Aotearoa so um, we can kind of share the findings or share the science with school children here um, and, and get them engaged. Um, so we found in, in the UK uh, a couple of schools um, there was a 50% decrease in the number of people who came by car after taking part in the study and learning about this and um, some schools had to install uh, more bicycle sheds so there's uh, there was a significant behaviour change after children took part in the in the study in the UK. Parents actually are interesting and they are interested rather, and they are likely to make behaviour changes once they find out about this sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm probably not um, uh, the biggest fan of all the parents in, in the UK that took part of the study, but you know, you know how difficult it is if your your child your child's kind of convincing you, hey, can we walk to school today instead of taking the car, or or can we cycle to school? There, they're pretty hard to say no to. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely uh, children's are great disseminators of information and um, a real advocate for change. Good stuff. Hey, well, um, we hope you get the funding to do the same here. And in the meantime, thanks very much for telling us a bit about how this works and why. Kia ora, Jesse. Dr Shannon Lim, uh, who was part of this research in the UK that found that kids inside cars are breathing in more noxious fumes than those who are walking or cycling next to traffic.